Hi, and welcome to the Swimming with Autism and More podcast. We are a group of three professionals who have over 80 years of collective experience in the field of autism. We are Tammy Anderson, professional swimming instructor, Kathy Ball, autism behavioral expert, and Shirley Fett, parent and mental health professional. We will bring you information, tips, and strategies each episode on how to successfully teach individuals with autism how to swim and more. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Tammy Anderson Lee, and thank you for listening in on our podcast, Swimming with Autism and More, today. I am broadcasting from Swakamund, Namibia, Africa, as we just concluded our two-week Swimming with Autism project here. You may recall in an earlier podcast that we were invited to come when both Maserati from Poland and I met Devin here from the Stepping Stone School while we were attending the European Autism Congress conference that was held in Nice, France this summer. Well, we made it here, and so myself, Maserati, he has Olina, one of his team members, and I brought seven of mine, so together there's been ten of us here working with the kids at the Stepping Stone School for kids with autism, as well as kids from the Tears of Hope Orphanage for the last several weeks. Um, And the goal for these two weeks when we came here was to provide an intensive, structured, one-on-one swim lesson experience for each of the kids at the Stepping Stone School and also for the kids in the orphanage. And the interesting thing is the kids from the Tears of Hope Orphanage, many of them had never been in a swimming pool before. So that was kind of exciting for us to work with those kids as well. As we get started with our podcast, I would like to first introduce to you our panel here and our discussion of uh, parents, teachers, and a few of the local swim instructors. So here to give their take on these last two weeks weeks and what they found in that was important and the takeaways from us being here. So let's just start with everybody introducing themselves and tell us your name and who you are and if you're a parent, a teacher, and if so, where you work. So starting with. Okay, I'm Antje. I'm a teacher at Stepping Stone School and well, I've been mostly in the class. The kids just loved it. And each day when we talked about going swimming, yay, we're going again. <laughs> okay, and our <laughs> next guest. Hi, I'm Yolandi Boerta. I'm a kinesthetist. Um, I work with kids uh, ages from 0 up to 12 years old, and I work on their physical development. Um, I came to do the course with you guys to get more information and to see how I can work better with kids um, with autism that I have on one-on-one sessions and so on. And um, the information that you gave on swimming, I put to work on land, when I work on the kids with on the land, and the same principles applied and the same positive progress right yeah and and a lot of like what we teach even in the pool yeah can be transferred into other sports and just things like that that's why we call it swimming with autism and more because we can always (laughs) more things can be used with the strategies that we try to help educate people on so next hi i'm almarie mostert i'm the principal at stepping stone school and we've been so excited this week these two weeks were crazy but (laughs) intense but amazing and we'll talk later about what we've seen in the kids and how they progressed and so on but yeah the kids have loved it so much hi i'm devon bodnor i'm a teacher at stepping stone 
And yeah, I just want to say these two weeks flew. I'm actually looking at Tammy and talking to her. But I, today was my first time getting into the pool in the two weeks. And I told her afterwards and I told Annie, I have so much regret not jumping in quicker or sooner. And it just has gone by so quick. I can't believe we're so leaving quick. tomorrow. I you guys uh. were leaving because, we, I mean, we were building this up and planning this from Nice all the way till, you know. Now. Right. So it was August. Yeah. Right? Yeah, was that yeah. when we were in Nice? Was no, it September. 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 Oh, yeah. That's right. September 15th. You emailed me, right? Like yeah. a week afterwards. And right. We September. Started planning and then the day was here and now it's and then we actually made it here yeah, so we actually 30 something, something yeah. hours later we went from San Diego to Schwakopmund 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 we are so grateful it was absolutely amazing oh, great yes hey I'm Flo I'm a volunteer and I'm working at the Stepping Stone only from this year on so I have uh, no experience uh, with kids with autism and yeah, it was just a great experience uh, with you and I learned so much things and I think, yeah, it was just great. Yeah. Okay. I'm Zanet Pietersche. I'm a mom of um, autistic child, 10-year-old uh, boy, EJ. And um, he's a, a fan of swimming, so I think he particularly enjoyed uh, the this experience that he had swimming with autism with you guys uh, yeah. during the past uh, few days. Yeah, and he made some great strides too. But why don't we start off with Devin? And the, the one question I had for you was, why did you feel it was important for us to come here and help you guys? Well, first of all, when I went to the Congress, I was jumping from stall to stall to stall to see what I could take from the school because that was the real, you know, um, go reason, for going. reason for going <clears throat> to Congress is what can I take back to Namibia? We, we want any type of information we can get, any help we can get, you know, to make this school what we envisioned it to be for the kids. And that's when I walked past her store and it was like this blue sequence glitter store <laughs> and it was like, you know, so loud, visually loud that I was like, oh my goodness, what is this? <laughs> When Tammy started to explain what she and Maserati do, what, why they're there, I was like, what did I tell you? You guys just made my entire Congress. Because finally I can <clears throat> take something back. And I still remember at the end of that day, I called my principal. <laughs> and the next day I went back to her and I was like, I told my principal and she started to cry. But she <laughs> couldn't believe it. So, yes, I think the mangle, like what you said, is because we live by an ocean. Mm -hmm. I thought that it would we go swimming every Tuesday with the kids and yes we don't really have the specialized strategies and we don't know what to work on we didn't we were kind of lost I think that was one right. of the main reasons we were lost they were just floating there in the floaties right they were just you know chilling in the water we weren't teaching them anything mm -hmm. so I thought that was kind of a waste of time in a way right but then because we live by the ocean I thought it's very 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 important right so we could teach them how to swim how to, like what Maserati and Manny explained to me, get out of the water when they fall into the water. How to, to get out safely. Safe. Right. Yes. Safe. Yes. Well, because in the United States, drowning is the leading cause of death for children exactly. with autism. Wow. It's 91% of yeah, all that, deaths that's is, is occurred by drowning. And the reason for that is because the kids will elope or they will run away. Mm -hmm. And when they do that, they seek uh, comfort in something. Sometimes it's just the water because they Especially have... And they have this sense of false security, like you said, mm -hmm. the floaty. They're right. always no aware. Fear. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And no, yeah, no one hearing. 
of fear exactly. at all. So I, that was one of the major reasons. And so Maserati and I, when we were sitting there at France at our little table there at the at the Congress, and then Devin approached us, and she was so excited because she had just said that they just recently started taking the kids swimming, and then she's like, "Let me show you pictures," and then she showed me pictures, and all the kids were in floaties. I'm like, and Maserati and I looked at each other and we're like. Uh, well, we need to come help you. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to Africa. Yeah. Africa. <laughs> because like I said again, because with the false sense of security, the worst thing you can do for a child with autism is put a flotation device on them. Because if they were to elope or escape, they're, they're already at a danger risk mm -hmm. already. And if they think they can swim when they really can't swim, that just heightens it. So it's a yes. huge, huge safety concern. And for me, it was to be able to help you guys at least get on the right track yes. and at least learn some of the strategies that you guys can further with the kids because we have seen so much great things what over the 20 something years that we've had our pool pals program just the benefits of the water for kids with autism in itself is just huge and so if we can share that with you and your kids at your school to where they get a happy place like Ernest was cracking me up today he was yes, just kept going <laughs> so happy i'm so happy tammy because he was just in the water and, and he was said. he was a kid that we could never work with that he would always he kind of like float away from us purposefully yeah. but tammy these two weeks you guys that actually did damage control i told you that yesterday yeah with the floaties right from kids that didn't want to get to go to the big pool because they don't they're not wearing their floaty now and kids that are swimming vertically right that we had to get right so that so, yeah so we did we did a lot of fixing because of the kids wearing floaties here um and it was just kind of like trying to get them back to where they should be and being prone on the water instead of vertical vertical is a drowning position yes and that is what we need to get away from and so at least we've made some great strides yes. in that department and now we're all educated on what we should do. So what I want to do is just go around the table and ask each and every one of you on what were maybe something that was a, a benefit that you saw from the two weeks of swim lessons, something surprising that you saw within the two weeks of the swimming lessons that we did, and just what, what your thoughts are on that. So Anja, why don't we start with you? Um, yeah, the children after swimming, they are calm and they can concentrate much better. When they come back to school? Yes, yes. Because we're doing swim lessons willing. in the money. Yeah. yeah, and they're also more willing to participate then. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Ancha has the mainstream class, yeah. our only yeah. mainstream class. The, the, the older kids. Yeah, that does the national curriculum. So mm -hmm. to hear that from her is really amazing, mm -hmm. to hear that they can concentrate better on the school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, couldn't, I was only here more at the theory classes. Then I was at the practical sessions. I was at uh, two or three practical sessions, I think. What I saw in, in the beginning, because I was last week there, I was at some of them, is um, the kids were, were, what was nice to see was the one-on-one. -on -one. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the coach in the water and the kid. That was nice to see. And you saw all the kids, some of them had a little bit of fright. Um, some of them didn't know really what's going to happen now. They were unsure. And this week I saw um, some kids in um, the other pool. And even though it's not the same kids that I saw, um, there were smiles. Mm -hmm. And you guys were smiling. The kids it were smiling. <laughs> they, they were they're having fun. They Everybody having was fun. having fun. Mm -hmm. And that was the second session that had some yes. And for here. me, that was lots of improvement in a week. 
for me, the theory sessions that even the videos that you showed us, um, we could see what works and what doesn't work. And as I said before, is the stuff that you guys do, I can use on land as well. Right. And it's the same thing. I even did it, I have baby classes, and I even did some of the things in my baby classes, and I told the moms, this is important for swimming, mm -hmm. because you need this in swimming. So everything that you guys did, I can put into my programs. Anyway, okay. so even if I'm not in the water at this stage, <laughs> um, I really want to help you guys go into the water with you, but, um, it is the info that you gave is fantastic yeah, yeah. Oh, so for me it was the smiles and the happy faces right and the happy sounds yes. not the sad and mm. scared sounds it was the happy sounds that i heard when i go from week one to week two right in the practical sessions oh good good to hear <laughs> well tell me for me there was so much i went the first day and i was in the pool the first day that was a bit chaotic we had everybody there at once and and trainers and kids and we didn't know who goes where and and um, as Devon explained before damage control so everybody had their floaties because they were used to it or they wanted it and so oh yeah we didn't let them have them yeah you so didn't that was like have him. that kind and of threw a monkey wrench yeah, so with the kids so the, right on the start because we're not giving them the, the floaties yeah for example we had one girl who sneakily found two noodles, two pool noodles and a floaty and she kind of wrapped it all around her and one of the trainers, Nicole, had to, was it Nicole? She had to try and get it off her, <laughs> so that took a while. And um, But that same girl today was swimming with a board and flippers and kicking flippers, all kicking by herself and laughing. I mean, that's one example. We had kids who were so afraid of water uh, for whatever reason and um, who are so much more comfortable in water. We have children who just like Yolandi said, absolutely loved it. Just smiling, giggling. I know one of our little boys were giggling. I said to Francis who trained him, I said, He's, he's giggling all the way through it. Doesn't matter what you throw at him, he's just giggling. It's like he, and he takes it all in his, his hands. He, he said, was not doing yeah. any of his self-harming behavior that he usually does or that he does when he gets uh, stressed out. Not at all. He was mm -hmm. giggling all the way through. So, so much. I mean, I can't... I, I, we had 24 kids go in in the mornings, 23, 24? 20, 23. 23, 23. And there was 23 kids with progress. I, I mean, they, I can't, mm -hmm. I can't yes. name all, all yes. 23, but all, all of them had the, so the, much. The little so girl that came to my class recently, they could not swim. New girl, yeah. Yeah, and the first day, um, there were so many kids, so some of them had to wait mm -hmm. for their chance. For the, yeah. And then she was sort of moving away, but she was... Trying to fade yeah, into she, the distance. <laughs> yeah, and then she was crying, and then I asked her, why are you crying? And then she said, um, I'm now turning 11, and I'm um, not a baby anymore, but I can't swim, and if you... And, and if I can't swim, they will put me in the baby pool, and I don't want to go there because the big ones will laugh at her. And then um, she took her turn, and then I said to her, don't worry, We'll talk to an instructor and they will take you in the big pool. Don't worry, you don't have to be scared. And in 20 minutes, mm -hmm. that girl was swimming and she's never been in a pool. Oh. Oh. And, today, and today, she was swimming lengths. Mm. She was swimming lengths. Backstroke. 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 Yeah, backstroke was yeah. freestyle. Really? After, so good. After yeah. two weeks. 
Yeah, we're going today. So, so, it's a, it's yeah. Eight yeah. sessions. Yeah. So, there's Olympics <laughs> in Namibia. <laughs> we're going to kick water. <laughs> I think there's three things that stood out for me uh -huh. during these two weeks. The first thing was that we saw an improvement in the behavior at school. Mm -hmm. um, whatever behavior we get in school, you would get in the pool when you introduce something new or do something they don't want to do right now. And we kind of saw a massive, massive improvement at school. The school, there was this sense of calmness mm -hmm. over the whole school in the, in the following two weeks. And the second thing was just um, confidence in the kids. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen a side of the kids that I never saw, like the boy that Almeri just spoke about that was always giggling, or um, the girl that Ancha was talking about. And there's a sense of confidence and they can do it. And they push themselves with the help mm -hmm. of your, your swimmers. And the third thing was the our staff that got into the water also mm. the first time. Yeah. Sammy encouraged them to get into the water and they had some one-on-one -on -one sessions and that was also amazing to see because we need our staff in the water. Right. Right, because for to help out with the kids. So the more that we can spread the love of swimming with everybody, <laughs> yes. the more the kids will be able to get exactly. in. Because I think it is important for the kids, some of the kids, the older kids that are doing really well in swimming laps and things like mm -hmm. that, they can be in a small little group. But for the younger kids and some of the kids, it's just better if they just have that one-on-one -on -one time with an instructor initially and then, yeah. you know, till, till they're swimming and then we can yes. put them in with the mainstream kids that are, yes. that are working on so that's been really good. Yeah. Flo, what about you? Yeah, I think it just was crazy to see how much progress and improvement like every kid had in this time, in this very short time. I think at the beginning, like the most kids were insecure or like not really relaxed in the water. And at the end, like everyone was in the water, secure, and swimming yeah and swimming <laughs> and like everyone everyone was happy and that without was, a floaty yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice to see that right. that you can do so much in in the short time. Yeah. yeah. Well, because actually we only had seven lessons with some of the yeah, kids because we had gone to Wabas Bay on the two Mondays and then plus mm -hmm. we're leaving tomorrow. So, we're, mm -hmm. so we won't have our Friday swim lesson. So we cut it kind of short. But so when you even think about that, just seven lessons, the, the and kids about have about 30 minutes on average for, yeah, this for each. Time. And, yeah. And last Friday, I mean, that was only those four days, the kids started talking already about you guys leaving and they don't want you to leave. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I know we had a couple a little upset today find, when they figured out that mm -hmm. today was the last yeah. day we were swimming. They were happy to get the dolphin, though. The yeah, dolphin <laughs> I know, so that kind of like tamed it. that you guys were leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what, what, did, what did you find? Well, I, uh, from a parent's perspective, I such a lot of things came to mind in this past this past few um, the the past two weeks. Um, I think the the first thing that um, the, there's a word that comes to mind, um, and the word is growth medium. You know what? We as parents obviously want you being a parent of an autistic child is a different world. It's different world, different goals, different time frames, different everything. And you have to constantly adapt your, your mind and your heart and the hopes and dreams that you have for your child to what 
is reasonable and what is attainable without giving up hope. So there's such a lot of emotional demands mm-hmm. apart from the obvious. But what I what I was realizing is that the water, the pool water, swimming in water, apart from the, the, the sensory experience that it provides, the weightlessness and all of those things, the pool water is a growth medium to progress in areas because improvement in an autistic child in my experience is always unexpected. It's unexpected things. You don't anticipate what's going to happen. It's an unexpected surprise. All of a sudden your child can do a small little thing, which to you is a very big thing. Mm -hmm. But in the water itself, these kids have all progressed rapidly. Even autistic kids that, that don't necessarily usually progress rapidly in their um, development or, or whatever, achieving of goals, etc. And what I want to I want to specifically refer to my boy, to EJ. Uh, EJ has got um, severe proprioception challenges since since he was small. It's one of his main autistic challenges. And with that, with the proprioception that goes along with that is the introception. In other words, not only the spatial awareness around him, but also the bodily awareness from within. So, uh, um, we're 10 years old and party training is still not 100% there yet. And things like this, this is, these are real challenges that we have, just linked to that. And I was, we were stunned, stunned, stunned that in the first week of EJ's swimming with you guys, with mm-hmm. Maserati, mm-hmm. he could hold his breath and get his head underwater. Now, (laughs) I have to, I don't think people can appreciate what a huge, huge thing that is in terms of specifically the proprioception and interoception. This boy can't even show me where it hurts when he has bumped his finger or head or anything. He can't even point. point. He can't even point. That is how disconnected he is to his, um, his, his, his body. And my boy held his breath, not once, a few times after, uh, repetitively, mm-hmm. and bobbed his head under the water. I was stunned, stunned. <laughs> it was like a miracle because I really <laughs> never expected this to happen. It's really, this is not something that you can expect of my boy and then I was started to think and then I started thinking I told Almeri some time ago that uh, when, when, when I bathe my boy I give him a bath at night because he likes the water and it calms him down and so on and every night is a huge mess and the whole bathroom is tra- it's transformed into a wet room actually it's just <laughs> everything is wet and splashes and so forth but he enjoys that but that's the time when I teach him when we play